Hello everyone, welcome back to Podscribers. This week I'll be speaking with Connie Whitman, the host of the Enlightenment of Change podcast, the Heart-Centered Sales Leader podcast, and someone who is an entrepreneur and a coach. And she has a lot of energy and enthusiasm, as I'm sure you'll hear in this episode. So hope you like it. Hi, Connie. Welcome to Podscribers. Thanks for joining me. Happy to be here, Eugene. Thanks for having me. Uh, First, could you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. So I've been in business for 20 years and my expertise or my zone of genius, as I like to say, is I am an expert in sales, really an expert in building relationships with clients and prospects. And I just want to define that one step further. What I think I really do is I help business owners. I help um uh, like entrepreneurs, like a, a CPA, an attorney, bankers, people who their job is whatever that expertise is, right? So if I'm an attorney and I'm a state and planning, uh, a trust and estate attorney, right? A T&E attorney, my real job is my expertise in that. However, there's this exposure of billable hours and they need to um, secure business, right? So that business development piece. So what happens, I find, is people who have this expertise in whatever that profession is and sales is a big part of their job, but they're not full-time salespeople, that's where the struggle comes. And for some reason, I'm just really good at teaching those experts, those professionals, how to, to own their, their profession their expertise, but also to honor the client that's in front of them and how to position it. So the client constantly says, oh, like, where have you been my whole life? You're exactly the attorney or the CPA or the banker or the business owner, you know, whatever you're selling. So I think that's where, and, and yeah, of course, uh, Eugene, people who are, who are full-time salespeople, I can help them advance their skills. But I think that my, my little, um, my little superpower is that I can make the sales process easy for those people to um, that are just struggling with, I have to ask for the business now. Does that make right. sense? Yes, it does. And sales is an underrated skill that people, uh, everyone kind of looks at it, looks down on it, but it's so important to everything that you do in life and knowing how to do it properly is super important. How did you... Um, start the Enlightenment of Change podcast and the Heart Centered Sales Leader podcast. Yeah, so you know I love podcasting. Uh, so, and I think every business should have a podcast. It's a great way to market. It's a way. It's a great way to build your community, and it's just so much, so much fun um, to do the show. So, Enlightenment of Change. Actually, I did uh, seven, seven and a half years ago. The owner of Web Talk Radio reached out to me. I didn't know anything about podcasting. Think about it. It was almost eight years ago, and he sent me an email saying he liked my my vibe between my Facebook, my LinkedIn, and my my website. And I was like, I have a digital presence. Like he liked my digital presence. I didn't even know what that was. And so at first I thought I was getting punked. Like, okay, this is a scam. But I responded to the email and he loved that not only was I a working mom my whole career, but that I was a female business owner. And so he said, I just, and and also I have this very spiritual side, right? You know, the universe gives you what you need and your energy and all those things and vibrations. So I said, okay, I think I could do this, right? 
right? That self-doubt creeped in. And I started the web, I started doing Enlightenment of Change then. And then last November, because I'm not busy enough, Eugene, I really want to build my heart-centered people. And so I created the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast, where I really have, I have CEOs, I have um, different uh, uh, people, again, with special different professions coming on. And we talk about how do you lead and how do you lead people to do what they need to do and how can we improve sales? And so I'm really building that community of heart-centered people from that sales perspective, because I'm tr- my movement with that show is to try to change that word sales of icky, sleazy, pushy to really come from this place of, hey, I, I really care about you. I'm, I'm committed to you, right? There's this element of love that I heart-centered where I love what I do and I want to help you, whatever that is that you're struggling with or your situation, that my solution is is uh, obvious for you. So that's kind of my two shows. And the Enlightenment of Change is, is still business. Everything I do is business, but it's more of that um, internal health, that internal dialogue. And that's what I focus on, on the Enlightenment of Change. It's more about me, the human, and meditation and mind, body, spirit. And we talk about a lot about those things on that show. So I get to have the two parts of my brain split, which is good. A couple of episodes ago with Ben Killoy, I spoke with him about a return on objective where when you're starting a podcast, you've got to have a goal in mind for what you want to accomplish with it. And then you have to channel all of your resources towards getting that goal. Everything else is kind of like... Um, not not relevant as much. So how do you measure your return on objective for heart-centered sales leader, your podcast? Well, you know, there's so many metrics out there now that we can actually watch our numbers go up. You can watch the number of downloads. Um, you can watch the number of new subscribers. You can look at your ratings and your reviews. So all of that I have since last November, I have really become diligent at my focus of my uh, shows and how they can support my community in that business world, right? So there's a lot of metrics out there that um, podcasters have that we can really measure all of those things. So you, you, but but be clear. Which ones do you use? I use Libsyn, the back end of Libsyn, and Chartable are the two that no, like like the metrics. Which which metrics do you use? To measure your um, again, on the back end of Libsyn, they have all of those metrics. You can literally go to, if you're international, which I am, you could see the number of countries that you're in. You could see the downloads for those countries. So you could get really microscopic if you want. I don't use anything else other than those specific things. Um, again, from Libsyn and Chartable. Chartable is real good at charting what your ranking was on any given day in comparison to your peers, which is kind of nice as well. Um, because then you have bragging rights, right? Like when I, do you have a question? Yeah, sorry. You you also mentioned community. Is there, have you started a community around your your heart-centered sales leader podcast? Do you have a Facebook yes. group? And could you tell me yes, more about that? Yes, I do. I have a Facebook group and it's open. You know, anybody could um, could join. So what, what I post, obviously, the show on there. And then uh, as people uh, find me, whether it's Enlightenment of Change or the Heart-Centered Sales Leader, they um, all my links are on my website. So what's happening, that's another good metric or measurement, I, I, I guess, is a better way to put that. Um, 
um, you know, every week I'm getting more people, you know, asking to join. So that they do have to filter through me because I don't, I don't want to build a community where it's smarmy, where people are coming and saying, hey, I'm part of this group now. Here's my website. This is what I do. Because that to me is disgusting. So I, I do still have the administrative page where I have to, uh, you have to opt in. You, don't, you know, you, you have to click on it and I have to say, yes, okay, you certainly can uh, join. So yeah, I'm building that community. It grows every day. It's exciting when you see those numbers go up or I get a new review. I'm like, woo, especially if it's someone that I personally don't know. It's just so exciting to see that you're making a difference, right? And it's a free resource, Eugene. So it's not like you're getting paid on it, but to see that people are resonating and learning, it's just uh, magical. This weekend, I was at an event and several people commented, oh, I've been listening to your show. I didn't even know who they were. And they were like, oh, I love that interview with, or I loved your point about, and, and you know, it makes you pause like hmm, a little bit of a celebrity, you know, clearly I'm not, but that whole vibe that they're learning from it, it just oh, makes my heart sore. I'll tell you. Yep. How do you promote your podcast? How do people find out about it? So obviously it's on Apple Podcasts. Every week I have two shows, one on Monday, one on Thursday. I promote it to my email list. I promote it to all my uh, social media, LinkedIn, Facebook. I have pretty big followings in all three. And of course, I ask people to share. And I also ask at the beginning of the show, if you're enjoying it, you know, rate it, review it, subscribe and share, right? Let's share the love, especially that it's such a, a good free resource. I have amazing guests as well that come on. It's not just me talking so that you have this depth of knowledge. Um, you know, it's a, it's a resource almost. So I promote it, you know, pretty heavily on my email and my social media. And then my peeps share out, hey, you got to check out this episode. So that's always fun when you see that happen. Oh my God, Connie was great today, guys. You got to check this out. And then they share it on their page. It's interesting, Eugene, you know, I'm, I'm older than you. The whole internet concept- just by a lot, lot of it, but thank you for saying that. I'm vintage. That's the new word I'm using. I'm vintage. Um, it's cool when I see the sharing and the grow exponentially because of the internet. And you see this boom. It's fascinating to me, right? It's it's like a, this tipping point where like nobody knows me. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'll be at an event and people are like, oh my God, I love your podcast. I'm like, you do? Never met them before. So it, it's that tipping point, right? Where you become shared enough that people know who you are. That's good. Good con That means also that I have relevant and good contact with content, which yeah, again makes my heart sore. I also wanted to ask you before we got into transcripts. Uh, one last question. I noticed that when you are so you, for your process of bringing on guests, you actually ask them to uh, come up with some questions and and talking points and stuff like that. But that's very unusual for me because. From what I've seen for podcasts, it's usually the interviewer who ends up preparing. So how did you how did you come up with that idea and and how has it worked out for you so far? I think I'm a control freak, which is not always a good thing for your listeners. Don't be a control freak. I, I, I try to let that go. The reason I did that 
because I wanted, number one, people to feel super comfortable coming on and knowing what the conversation was going to be based on. But, but, and this is the big but, because of sales, you know, being sales for 38 years, I'm a really good listener. So as we're having this conversation, my clients, um, my get, not my clients, my guests say these amazing things. And that's where I'll pause and say, okay, I know my listeners, I'm curious. How did you start that? Or, um, you know, what made you go in that direction? And that might not have been a question on the list. So I do let my clients know, send me those questions. That's where we'll start. But then we're just going to have an organic uh, conversation where we might deviate from those questions. And I, and I tell them, I'm going to ask you follow-up questions because I'm going to dig a little bit deeper. And you know what the cool thing is? And I know people who just do things on the fly. Again, I want my, I want to be prepared and I want my, my guests to feel com- comfortable and confident. But those follow-up questions, my guests say to me la- later, that was like the best interview. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I'm glad that, you know, we got your message across. And one, I had um, a woman, she had wrote Staying Bothered. And she had started a, um, Jamie Amelia, my, my buddy in Texas, she had started a, um, a non-for-profit caring for Cambodia. And that's what we're talking about. I wanted to publicize it. I wanted to get, you know, some new donations for her. And, and we were talking. And something about teenage suicide, which is an issue in the United States. So I immediately, I said, Jamie, I know we're talking about caring for Cambodia and I promise we'll give the links, but I'm really curious, you know, how did you get involved with the teenage suicide and, you know, what's that platform and what results have you seen? So afterwards, she's like, that was amazing. I said, I hope I didn't overstep by, you know, deviating so greatly from our conversation. She, I loved it. She goes, it was so organic and so natural and we have to raise awareness. It's another thing she was passionate about. She said, do you know, I've, I've said that on several shows, no one has ever tapped into that energy or that conversation. She says, that was awesome. So again, those listening skills, I think are really important, but I like grounding my conversation. So I know where I, I want to get my head in the game as well, so that I could promote my guests to the best of my ability. So that helps me do that as well. Got you. So you co-create the topics that you discuss in your podcast with your guest first by getting them to come up with a few questions and and um, uh, topics to discuss, and then you can drill down further and explore the different niches that they might have stuff to talk about, and and this results in a more genuine conversation. Yes, because and I, uh, for your listeners, if they're you know obviously podcasting as well, if they have uh, guests that had just released a book they have a pr page right a one sheet and they have those questions on it and some of them are just so generic which i'm fine with but then as soon as they start to peel back the onion i'll dig in there'll there'll be something that i think uh people want to hear more about this piece and that's where i'll dig in and i think that's why my listeners enjoy the show because it's not oh yeah i heard i heard eugene talk yeah it's always the same thing there, you, you won't hear the same thing on my shows because I, I really do dig in a little bit. Awesome. Okay, now to, to ask you about transcripts. You've had uh, Podscribe transcripts for a while now, and I remember in our conversation, you were super excited about them and their capabilities. Um, what got you to get them? So, you know, just like any other business owner, Eugene, content creation, we have so much of it 
How do you pull it out? How do you use it? It's it's very, very overwhelming. So my problem wasn't the content. It was where do, where do I start? What do I pull out? What do I spotlight? So now that I'm building my email list, for instance, I want to take some of the, the just wonderful conversations. You know, my guests give these great quotes that I think, wow, that was empowering or that was inspiring. I want to take those nuggets and put them, send them out to my email list to say, hey guys, I had this interview. Listen to what Eugene said. Wow, this inspired me. What do you think? You know, how do you see it? What's your take on it? So it's already created. Copy and paste. Love copy and pasting. So you you could see my energy is high. I just move. I'm action. I work all day hard, right? So these little pieces or these little um, uh, things, tools that are out there that I can utilize now has just been miraculous for me. Sometimes when I get things done at the end of the day, I think, holy moly, that was a lot today. But again, it's because I'm using these wonderful tools. So I, I know when I first met you, I drove Eugene crazy. Um, I was like, wait, show me how to do that. Cause technology is not my strong suit. I will admit that. And you were beyond kind and, and respectful and you helped me and we giggled and I just loved it. I just, I love Podscribe. Love it. This event I was at, I, I mentioned it, I think three times we, I was part of, uh, some, the, the owner of the, sh- of the three day event asked me to support him and do a, uh, breakout rooms. It was about podcast, podcasting. And so a lot, I said, podscribe, just podscribe. <laughs> and I explained the, you know, how to use it so that we can maximize our content and, but really pull out the nuggets that are useful for our listeners, for our clients, our prospects, et cetera. Right. No content creation is a, really good way to use your transcripts you already have the raw material right there and i haven't heard of using those quotes in your email list before that's going to be uh promoted on our twitter feed when this episode comes up oh very cool one other thing that i'm using podscribe for and i think i shared this with you and i know some of your other podscribers uh have have been using it this way but i i do want to write my uh, third book actually this time, though, I'm going to use the content from the podcast, and I'm really going to make it like this super re- resource page. So I'll have like a topic on leadership, a topic on conflict management, you know, a topic on sales, obviously, on communication skills, and then all of my experts that really have good systems or good recommendations. I'm going to create chapters so that people could read their books or go to their website for free resources or whatever. So it's really going to promote my guests exponentially as well and provide yet another resource from me, for my tribe, for my community um, to help them with their elements of change that they're dealing with, whether it's business or personal. So that's the other reason I took the Podscribe, uh, uh, the um, annual subscription, so that I could start to build that out and easily create those chapters. And then you're starting with something to go back and edit and refine than starting just out of your head. So I'm a visual person. Person, and I think the Podscribe just helps me really kind of zero in on what the message is and how I can utilize it to support my community. And are you using the All Search widget at all, or is it just looking through your old transcripts? 
No. So that's the other thing. I love how you can put, that was why I remember I got really excited when he told me this. So I can put, for instance, I know I'm pathetic. I need to get a life, Eugene. But the simple things please me. In the search engine uh, part of it, like I could put conflict management and all of the shows that I've had that have been uploaded, it will pull them for me. And then right there, let's say I have four guests on that and I can outline, you know, maybe maybe two paragraphs each in the chap in the chapter for them about what their uh, uh, goal is or how they achieve conflict management at the highest level, put my take on it, what my opinion is or my takeaway, and then, hey, how are you going to use these uh, tools? What works for you? What resonates for you? Because it's so funny, you know, in 38 years being, you know, a business professional, people learn differently. So they might hear this show and think, oh, I don't know what she's talking about. And you might have somebody who says the exact same thing as me. And they go, oh my God, that's the best idea. People need to hear it from different perspectives for it to resonate. So I don't believe in cookie cutters. So that's why sometimes having the repetitive um, content, it's never repetitive. That's what I've learned. People put their own perspective and twist. We're human and we're, we're unique. So your perspective and my perspective are two very different things. So I love Podscribe for that, that I can, I'm efficient. I'm all about efficiency and getting bleep done. So to me, Podscribe just helps me do it, do it better, do it faster. I love it. Awesome. And do you use your transcripts for anything else? Um, mostly for the content creation. Now, it's interesting because like anything else, as you start using something, you start to see other applications that you didn't even think of when you, you know, when you started going through this. So I'm constantly creating webinars and and um, content uh, where people could come and do master classes online for for different skills. So again, as I build my manuals and workbooks and content, um, as I talk to people, they're going, do you do this? Do you do that? Again, I could go back into those um, podscribes, into my um, shows and, and extrapolate yeah, the transcripts and extrapolate. And one other thing, Zoom, we're all on Zoom. And I think I had reached out to you about two weeks after uh, getting the podscribe membership. And I said, what about Zoom calls? Think about that, listeners. We're on Zoom so much don't tell me that there's not brilliant nuggets of content through your conversation um, that you can pull out and use in webinars and your course creations um, as well, because these are with clients. And these, like if I'm training, I, I record everything. So I'm able to transcribe them and uh, put those transcriptions into files as well. Brilliance comes out of those meetings too, because sometimes meetings are a waste of time. But if you get to the core and people say some brilliant things, you might be able to use that in a in a, in a feed for Twitter or uh, post on Instagram or something like that. Right. Okay. Uh, that was great. Do you, how can people reach out to you and find you and find your podcasts? So. If you go to my website, which is WhitmanAssos.com, and I'll spell it, it's W-H-I-T-M-A-N-A-S-S-O-C 
com. Everything is there, Eugene. My master classes, my books, um, all my free resources. The shows are there. If you want to connect with me on Facebook and LinkedIn, I'm pretty active on, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, join me on those platforms. Ask to, to join my heart-centered sales leader community. Um, love, love meeting new people and having them uh, part of my community. So WhitmanAssos.com, everything is there. I like keeping things simple. Awesome. I will add that into the description for this podcast then. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming on, Connie. I I appreciate it. And thanks for your time. Love spending time with you, Eugene. Thank you so much. Thanks a ton for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me at eugene at podscribe.ai. That'll be in the description. If you would like to follow us on Twitter and YouTube, Uh, just look up Podscribe AI. If you would like to learn more about our transcripts, or if you would like to get a sample transcript of your own podcast, just send us an email with the name of your podcast or visit us at podscribe.ai. Thank you to the team at podcast.co for the music and thank you for listening. See you next week.